Hi, my name's Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Ali Cat bringing you Bampot Productions podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Bampot Pot after this interesting pod. Why? Well, what do you have today? Oh, right, well, rather jolted start from Alistair, but I'll continue it very smoothly. Well, I bring the listeners quite bad news. Oh, God. Which I'm sure, not all of you, but some of you will have read about. And at least half of you will be affected by. Because uh-huh. this is a decision that deeply affects women. Women in all countries? Well. Uh. Women in the United States. Oh. Particularly... 26 so of the half states of our of audience are women in the United States. I've looked at it. Our, our audience skews 68% male and the United States only makes up 25% of our listenership. So, Do you have to pick away at what <laughs> I say? You just chip away at it like those tiny raptors when they eat a big dinosaur a big dinosaur that's how you do it the tiny <laughs> raptors jump up and they just bite away at a big dinosaur until they wear it down that's what you that's do that's it you wear it it wears it down anyway the supreme court in all their infinite wisdom <laughs> have decided to reverse the roe v wade decision haven't they they have ruled that the act of abortion is now illegal. No, long, no, they haven't. Is now no longer a service. No. What? Yes, it's, it is. No. They've ruled that it's no longer a constitutionally protected right. It's no longer a constitutionally protected right. So some... So it's... In fact, what they've done is a very democratic thing. They have returned the power to decide whether abortion is legal to the people and their representatives rather than keeping it in an unelected body. So they've made it a state's and, thing. And, uh, well, not just states, also the federal government can as well. It's, it's for the people and their representative governments, which is a better place for most laws. You, do, you don't want a group of nine middle-aged men making laws for other people. What you really want is for the people to get to vote on what they want and how they want to live. Now, Alistair, I think you're this is democracy. wrong there. Oh, yeah? It's not nine men. There's at least three women. Oh, wow. <laughs> there's at least three women on that. Great. I think so. I think there's at least three women. I think there's at least two then. I actually don't know. The makeup of the Supreme Court. Well, I'm going to find out. There's at least two or three women. Now, But if you're, you're a saying Democrat, that this was a democratic mm, decision. So yes. what is the legal justification behind it? Because I feel that on the stance of just being a woman, this is terrible. Mm. Well, um, we were talking about this earlier, though. It's only a certain type of woman that's going to be affected by this. I'm really not in the mood. What's the legal <laughs> justification behind the ruling? All women have the right to bodily autonomy, um, mm-hmm. regardless of anything. It's, that's that's, that's the, the bottom line of it, I think. I, think. Um, I, actually, I would agree. The ruling was 200 and something pages long. Um, oh, that's a lot of pages. I read the first two or three paragraphs and I thought, oh, this is this is understandable. This isn't too bad. And then it quickly got pretty fucking Latin-y and fucking really? legal easily. 
and um, I had started referencing tons of precedents and cases. I was like, oh, fuck this. I, I got about four pages in and went, nah, I'm not, I'm not picking any of this up. So from what I admittedly didn't really understand, but from what I read, my, my, my take is that the Roe v. Wade was the first case mm-hmm. and then it was Casey versus Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Um, the Casey versus Planned Parenthood is the one that gave the ruling that we currently use, not Roe v. Wade exactly. So. But Roe v. v. Wade must have set the ball rolling. It did, something. yeah. So I, but I think the current precedent stemmed from Casey versus Planned Parenthood, which I believe is also kind of struck down here. I'm not 100% sure, but... The point is, they said that both Roe v. Wade, uh, Roe, sorry, both Roe and Casey misrepresented um, the precedents that they, they referenced in their case. Um, they, they claimed certain things were common interpretations of the amendments in the Constitution, which this they've decided here, the Supreme Court decided that actually are not common interpretations oh, of, of the, the Constitution and therefore um, they see fit to, to, to revoke it. Also, I think they kind of argued that this really isn't an issue of privacy as such. Like, it, it shouldn't really belong here and they say the way they've said it though is that they're returning this power to the people, to the... which. In a lot of ways, it's something you'd probably want, which I think was what makes this so difficult. You would rather... In my opinion is that it probably was a bit of a fantasy that abortion was constitutionally protected due to the right to medical privacy. That... Well, I think 40 or 50 years ago, they needed to bring it in. So they it needed to end interpreted Yeah, in absolutely. And I think they just pushed it. Because they're it's... judges, so they need to give yep. a legal absolutely. reasoning yeah. behind it, right? I think... It... Probably, it definitely should be legal. Um, I think that that probably isn't the place it should have been, but it annoys me that they kind of kept this fantasy up for 40 years or so. 40, 30 years? It was in the late 70s that it was passed. Years? Yeah, it, it was almost 50 years ago that yeah. the Roe v. Wade or okay. the Roe v. Casey or whatever case yeah. that, that begun the ball rolling was okay. in past. It, it It was in the mid to late 70s that it hit the United States. It probably doesn't belong there, but the fact that they've just rescinded it without giving anyone time to put alternatives in place is a little bit kind of um, disgusting. Um, you know, if that's how it was being justified and that's how it, this legal right was being brought in, you can't just take it away, even if it was a wee bit faulty to begin with. I'm not sure I'm right about that. It just it seemed... I read their ruling and it seemed to make sense to me. But the other thing is, it is interesting because it's like the way they phrase it is, oh, this is a democratic right that should belong with the people and the representatives, not with an unelected, you know, body, um, the Supreme Court. It's like, oh, man, that's a principle I can get behind as well. <laughs> like, I mean, when you say it like that, it's something that I could... Yeah. also get behind if it was a, just... If it was a different issue, I'd be very much like, I'm yeah, damn sure. right. I mean, I obviously am not one of the judges. I can't see inside their minds. Do you think because the US is becoming more polarised along the right and left wings that they just thought, well, this is something that the state should decide? I actually Because don't know. for years yeah. there's been this movement within right-wing states 
uh, that are Republican controlled to kind of push for a stricter for more strict abortion yeah. laws. So now they've just said, well, it's up to you guys. So do you think that that also has something to do with it? How how the US seems to be increasingly polarized? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. So they just went, fuck it, you guys can decide yourself. Fuck it, you can, yeah, put it back, throw it back in. I mean, I, I don't know if that is an aspect to it as well. Yeah. Because, like, for the past at least seven or eight years, there's been more... Um, Republican-led states that have made it harder and harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. Texas is kind of yeah, at the forefront of Mississippi. That. Also, wasn't there a case, Dobbs v. Well, Jackson's women's that, health official? That was, the Miss- that was in Mississippi yeah. where a doctor challenged the 15-term limit to abortion. Oh, that was crazy. I so, thought that the judges ruled on that, that which overturned Roe v. Wade. But, I mean, I mean what happened is that Texas started the ball rolling, um, what, like a year ago now, by bringing in this. So th- yeah, because they, they brought in more stricter term limits on abortion. Not ex- exactly. They, they did it in that really weird way where they basically let private citizens... So they didn't enforce... They said that the state isn't going to enforce this law, therefore you can't, like, question it in the court. And they were just going to... They made it legal for private citizens, bounty hunters, to bring cases against women that had, had abortions and sue them for like 10 grand. Imagine you can, being you can win a 10, bounty no, hunter. You can win 10 grand yeah, at a time for it. Yeah, if you tell the authorities, if you know someone yeah. no, has had an abortion. No, it's state, not telling the authorities. It's you have to bring the this uh, civil case against them yourself. It, this, is how, this is how Texas got around the Supreme Court ruling is that they, they basically said that no... <laughs> state body is going to um enforce this we're just going to leave it for civil like for citizens to do it um it was a really messy kind of law i don't know how it was working but the supreme court said it's probably fine yeah that makes sense but a bit disgusting but yeah that's that's fine i guess um and then yeah missouri brought in the 15 was it 15 week yeah, Mississippi. And this doctor... Not Missouri, Mississippi. Mississippi. Mississippi brought in a law saying, right, 15-week limit, term limit on, on abortion. A doctor went, hey, hang on a second, that's not constitutional. So he took this law to the court and then it went up to the Supreme Court, where the Supreme Court had to decide whether this law was constitutional. And, like, this doctor wanted longer-term abortions. He was pro-abortion. And then by taking it to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court went, ah, wait a second, <laughs> Roe v. Wade is bullshit. <laughs> Get rid of that. <laughs> I just it's a shame for him because he was actually trying to say, hey, this... Because that doctor, because he's like ended up yeah. now making it the opposite. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is a bit this doctor contradictory because said... he was trying to say that this rule... Is not effective. Well, what you were saying is, hey, this rule, this this law is against the Roe v. Wade ruling by the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court went, oh yeah, it does breach the the Roe v. Wade ruling. Let's get rid of the Roe v. Wade ruling. Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, but it was only a matter of time until it reached the Supreme Court because increasingly across the years, yeah, the abortion topic has become more divisive has, in the yeah. United States. But everything around seems the world to be actually. Yeah. I think we can thank social media for that and the the algorithm. Social that... media does have a factor in it because it tends to magnify and it also tends to 
create a bubble for people that are on yeah. it in terms of their own opinions. Uh, also, but that's nothing new. But the like, platforms that's... also feed people more um, extreme content or certainly more extreme views because that kind of keeps people more engaged, makes them more yeah. predictable. Um, it's definitely a huge issue. Like a lot of people are moving away from kind of the centre ground of politics or kind of like and, and more interested in the more, more extreme yeah. ends of the spectrum. I mean, I don't... I know in the US that at abortion clinics, they now have escorts. I for the saw women that, going yeah. In, and they were high-vis. And it says they're escorts. But the thing is, though, at some abortion clinics, they also have people who are anti-abortion. Um, That's been a thing that for a long time. Yeah. And... Um, hold up pictures of fetuses and, and a lot of them yeah. are men and i'm like you're you would never be in that position yeah and i'm like you can have an opinion but the thing is though is like in i fairness, can't relate to being a man just like they can't relate to being a female like me in fairness there are a lot of women that are oh, this as, as well, well. Um, but i sometimes feel that at least split. they can relate a bit better sure yeah yeah. Because they're women, like i know this is gonna sound sexist but i can't relate to being a man no for sure you can because you are a man. Just like you could never know what it feels like to actually abort your baby because you're not a woman. I do get that. Not that you don't have the right to the opinion. Of course you do. And I'll listen to it. It's just that I find it very difficult to totally give it absolute credence. I get that though. And I, I think it's about how much, yeah, you weight someone's opinion. And the more empathy they can have, like the more, I guess, you could weight it. But I think the thing is as well, like being... You can still... Sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, listeners. I think even being, like, you know, different genders, you can still kind of put yourself in someone's shoe to some extent or say, oh, I know roughly what that's like and then times it by, you know, whatever you think it, it feels like. You know? I don't know. I think you can have some empathy, and you can. It's maybe it's harder. It's much more work when someone's different to you. It's kind of yeah, like saying it's difficult to like, relate. Oh, you'll never like. I'm a white guy. It's like you'll never know what yeah. it's like to be a black guy. It's like. Well, can, you wouldn't like. I wouldn't know how. It feels I've like never to had be that bad. direct experience, but no. I can do. Maybe I can get what. What would you say? Twenty percent of the way imagining it, like. That I mean, I think saying something like, "Oh, I wouldn't know what it's like to be," you know. How much... I don't know. You can still have empathy and imagine... Oh, you things. can still have empathy, yes. You can imagine. still have I mean, empathy, yes. If, someone to, if I went to a doctor and they said, oh, there's a living human growing inside you, I'd be like, I can feel that just churning. Like, oh, God, that feel, that's a weird thing to be told. Like, I'd be like, fuck that. No, thank you. It's not... I know what you mean. I can't imagine it's an easy decision either way, but and I don't pretend to be able to have kind of the ability to empathize like fully with it but i think you can get some of the way there depending Plus, on the person that you are you could maybe get some of the way there i have to but say i, I think this is a principle like that works person in the US. yeah <laughs> that's probably a bad example uh, like i would never know what it feels like to be a man therefore i can't really relate to say if you have issues yeah. that are male related but you can still have like important insights into yeah. that um, and I think sometimes you can generalize a rule out and apply it well. So, um, 
I don't know. Let's say um, it turned out I had a disease, you know, tomorrow in my prostate or testicles. 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 <laughs> testicles. Could, it's not like it would be a completely different... Like, yeah, you don't know what that feels like, but, I mean, you still understand what it's like to go through, like, a medical environment. You'd be like, it's the same advice. Like, oh, yeah, you need to go to the doctor. Like, it's the same, you know... You generalize some of the rules out and be like, oh, yeah, it's still the same process to help someone through that, you know, either way. I think for me, the issue with abortion is that it's, it seems quite clear to me, quite clear that it's an issue of consent. Like, they talk about bodily autonomy, and you hear this argument on the other side a lot where they say, hey, it's, it's whose rights are more important, the woman's or the child? Or the unborn the child. The unborn child. And I'm like, well, they're both equal, right? They both have the exact same right and therefore abortion should be available. It's like, it's an issue of consent. Like if we assume that the unborn child is an independent human being and we advocate for that human being to the maximum degree possible and we say, yeah, they want a right to life and they deserve a right to life. It's like, cool, that unborn child, what do they need? to live their life, what could, what are we advocating for here? It's like, okay, they need to use their mother's body to grow and be born. Like, that's what they need. Well, you don't get to use someone else's body. That's a consent issue. Like, the other person, anytime you want to use someone else's body, they need to consent to it, no matter what it is. And consent's a really mature area of moral philosophy. We know how it works in many situations. Um... Like, if I took part in a medical study, you know, if you'd ever take part in a medical study, they say, like, you, know, you sign your, your disclaimer, and it, there's always a line on it. It's very clear that you can, you give consent to take part in the study. Your body will be used in this way. You'll take whatever this medicine is or whatever you're doing. Mm. And you have the right to withdraw consent at any point, at any time, for any reason, or for no reason. You don't need to give a reason. Like, you can withdraw consent for no reason at all. Like, consent is such a mature area. We know how it works. And the situations where you get to breach someone's ability to consent, to override that, are so minor and so specific. And we dedicate a huge amount of time and effort to make sure that it's done in a way that, you know, there's no abuse. Um, for example, if someone has power of attorney over someone else, that other person no longer has the ability to consent. But that's such mm -hmm. a... A well less people that are incapacitated. This is it, and it's such a well thought through legal situation that it it had a hell of a lot of time and effort goes into making sure that's done properly. It's so rare that we do it, but this is an issue where even if the unborn child, we advocate to the maximum degree. If we say the unborn child has the exact same rights as the mother, the exact same human rights as the mother, as I think it does, if we say that this unborn human wants to live and we have to advocate to the maximum it still needs the consent of the mother to use their body. It's an issue of consent, so clearly to me. And consent is something that I think you can generalise out. I know what it means to give or withdraw consent to how my body's used. That's something I know as a man. It's something every human being knows. <clears throat> and just to finish that point off, I think... Um, we were talking about this the other day, but I think it's an interesting thing where it's... Um, at the exact point at which a man might be asked to use his body in effort to help the child. Mm 
like to give a blood transfusion or to you know give tissue or an organ or something at that exact point that the man might have to step up and and use their body in a certain way um that's at the point after the child's born and that's when we say hey you know <laughs> it's now a personal choice you get to <laughs> consent or not it's like well why doesn't consent should apply it like it, I've never heard a good argument of why it's not an issue of consent. I do wonder if hypothetically in the future, if men could get pregnant, if they would be up for suddenly these laws that take away their say. It would be instant, say, right? Yeah. yeah. Because generally speaking, men in most countries, even countries that are so-called developed, yeah. are male. Yeah. And that must have an input in the decisions. Some Sometimes. And like you were saying the rights of the woman via the unborn child is that there's so many people that stand outside all the clinics and they pray and they quote the Bible and they say, you know, what about your unborn child? And it's like, well, what about the rights of the woman? Secondly, what happens when the child is born and yeah. is not wanted? Then no one seems to give a rat's arse. Yeah, that's it, right? And it's like, so the sanctity of life only goes so far because at the end of the day, some yeah. people just don't want children. <clears throat> and some women, and I say this with a heavy heart, but I can tell you for a fact that some women don't want and shouldn't be mothers. Some women just don't have it in them to be a parent. Just it's as fine. some men don't. No, it's fine. It's a fair like, I know point. that I couldn't be a mother. Well, sorry, I could in theory be a mother, but I don't want to and I shouldn't be a mother. There's a difference. So it must be awful to carry a child to term and then say, I can't hack it. See, I'm a bit reluctant to go down that kind of route with this just because I think, um, <clears throat> I think, as I say, it's an issue of bodily autonomy and it's an issue of consent. And that's something that every single human being has a, a, a right to. It's just a, an innate human right to bodily autonomy. It's something that isn't um, questioned questionable um and we we apply it so um uh, universally in every other situation like it's always applied in the same way in every other situation we know how it works and this is the one where we create an exception to it for like no reason um the issue is a lot of people say well what if the it was a, a uh, if it was an issue of rape or of incest or something and they create these horrible situations and it's like i get that those are more like it's easier to see why that well, that's might more be the extreme end as to why you would you know have and want an abortion. But you end up creating these like two classes of women where it's like oh you know you've got like the good girls and that and then you've got the kind of like I guess the victims or like these women like only only women that have been victimized deserve this human right. It's like no every it's a human right every woman deserves it. I'm always very reluctant to go down this when people say, oh, well, what about, you know, a girl that does this or that? It's like, well, no, it's every every woman deserves this right because every human <laughs> deserves this right. It's got nothing to do with the fact that, you know, someone's been abused or anything. It's like, oh, only the women that have been abused deserve human rights. Like, no, what? Well, <laughs> that's, <fuck> that? <laughs> actually, that's actually a perspective that I never really thought about until now. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right, it then creates two very distinct classes. Of women, yeah. Yeah. The good but girls. the fact that you need to prove that it was incest yeah. or rape, like that is... Uh, 
And then even then, certain people still go sanctity of life. Right. And it's like, yeah. what about the woman who's been raped and has to deal with the fact that she's pregnant? Right. Or the fact that the child is then a product of incest. Yeah. And incest then creates an issue of a lot of genetic issues and problems. You can imagine Unkind why... as that sounds. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying that bad genes are magnified if the people are closer in relation. That's a scientific fact. But those women, you can imagine why those women would be more motivated to have a, a, an abortion. They should have the right to do what they well, want. It's not they, very good circumstance. I can understand not, that. Some women will want to still have the child and some women won't. And it's completely each individual woman's choice. But as I say, the fact is it's like a living being wants to grow inside you for nine months. It's like... It must you, be horrible if you don't want that. But it's like you get, you get to choose how your body... It's the bottom line is it's your choice. Like it's your call how you're... Yeah, the sanctity of life lot are there to say the sanctity of life is fantastic, but what about when the kid's born? <laughs> then it doesn't matter. a living thing in me for nine months and said, oh, you're going to have to have that grow inside you. I'd be like, fuck off. I'll get out of myself if you don't. Like, imagine that. Like, just... I don't know. It's... it's, it's and it's not like a more. I don't even think it's a moral decision. It's like you can say, oh, there's a lot of this kind of what's immoral to have a... An abortion, I just, I don't think it's a moral question. I really don't. It's a choice of, it's your body. It's like, it might be good for another living being, but we don't apply this in any other way. Like, there's a lot of doctors right now would love to use your body or my body in medical experiments that might help to save many lives down the road. I don't think we consider it, um, we've never taken part in medical experiments, but... I don't think we consider ourselves immoral for not doing it. You maybe say it's a bit virtuous to do it, but it's definitely not immoral to choose to use your body how you want. I no, know. I would say that's quite basic. Yeah. Well, to use your body how you want to a certain extent, you know, I obviously would add, because some people might, you know, take that and twist it, go, oh, does that mean that you can abuse your body? I mean, of course I would agree with that. Um, but I mean, autonomy over... Like I said, pregnancy. They did mention this in the ruling as well, that this general idea that you have bodily autonomy doesn't... We don't extend this to everything. Uh, the, the Supreme Court said this. Like, we don't extend this to, say, drug use or... Um, Something that will harm your body. Yep. Um, well, I don't want people to do that to their bodies as well, but unfortunately some people are self-destructive and they do yeah um i don't really know if that's something that really other people can control entirely yeah because some people just go down that route i say this is a slightly different situation in that it's to do once again it's not just this is why i always say an issue of consent rather than just bodily autonomy because it's not about what you do with or to your body. It's an issue of another living being wanting to use your body. And therefore, it's a much more... I say we apply consent so um, evenly in every other situation. We know how it works. It's very black and white. Um, there's very few situations where you can refuse someone else doing something to your body or to your person. Very few circumstances where you're not allowed to... Ref where you're unable to refuse that. And they're normally very protected scenarios. Mm. It, it's, so, it's so black and white as an issue. It's yeah. not just an issue of bodily autonomy it, because it's not just you doing something to your body that might have bad consequences. It's an issue of another living being wanting to do something 
with your body or to your body and therefore it, it's far more black and white and we just we apply this so evenly in every other situation it just it really boggles my mind like any situation where a man could like has like can or like can give or refuse consent we know exactly what the rules are it's like i say a doctor can't just come up to you and say oh you're taking this pill twice a day for three weeks <laughs> like you, you can't do that you get to say no to it like Yeah, I I would agree, and they've taken that away. Yeah, from women, particularly in almost twenty six states. Yeah, and bear in mind that thirteen of those so called states have trigger laws, they meaning do. that. Although I've seen a number of them have slowed down, they've been slowed down. They've put emergency things in place to prevent them being repealed immediately. Because, wow. uh, but I've also seen a number of um abortion clinics are refusing um, or cancelling um, operations already or procedures. Yeah, because they don't know the legality about yeah. it. I mean, and kind of travelling to another state is possible, but that obviously requires resources and money. I will say, I don't think Because some states are very free yeah. and actually you can have an abortion for any reason up until term. Yep. I will... Like in New York and California, like they don't really give a rat's arse. They're yep. like, listen, if you want it, just come on in. Well, they can't all go there. I mean, in theory, they could, but that obviously takes money and resources. And there are certain employers, like Disneyland, for example, that are saying Amazon that they'll said they would as yeah, well. that are saying that they'll pay yeah for their employees if they want abortions. To and I'm like, but what can the state that they're in do? Because isn't Amazon? No, state governments tend Amazon to provide, Texas, or is it not? I so a lot of these com- companies are all over. Yeah, they, yeah, they they're not in one state, effort, yeah. but. A lot of these companies, a lot of companies receive quite big subsidies from states for moving like plants and stuff here or there. They get certain deals with them, um, sometimes tax rebate, that kind of stuff. I've seen a number of states have said, look, if you, if you go against the spirit of this law and pay for it, we're going to put all of these kind of benefits you get um, to the companies on, on the chopping board, like they'll, they'll be in question, so... They're quite keen to prevent that. I don't really know what they can do about it. Yeah, I have to say, especially though, against the Disneyland yeah. law. It's Disneyland, yeah. it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I will say, though, that one of the difficulties is that... So this effect... The ability to travel to another state isn't that difficult like it's not it's not Mm. out of the reach the vast the vast majority of americans can afford the few hundred dollars that it would take to you if you were even if you need to do it on a real budget the few hundred dollars that it would cost to um you know get a cheap flight and a cheap motel room like if you if you really wanted that, it would be possible to do. And I think the vast majority of people would be able to find a way to make it happen. The small percentage of people that really cannot do that are, uh, you know, they're the mo- the most vulnerable people in society, which is the problem. A lot more women that are in that way than what we realize, Ali. I'm sure, especially it, in the I'm, mental state. In the mental state, I'm sure it adds up to the millions. I'm I'm just saying it will be a small percentage. Um, but those are probably the people that most need it. But like if they're unable to cope with that at that time or for they're probably the people that are most unable to, you know, look after a child after it was born. It's... And 
Yeah, the sanctity yeah. of life lot are like, oh yeah, it's all about the unborn. Until but they have what to happens do when something. the kid's born? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, ah, it's all right. It could just get kicked into the curb. It doesn't matter. As long as it's on. Un- well, I mean, as long as it's born. Kick it to the curb. Kick it. Well, I, you, you sometimes wonder why don't these people that pick it outside abortion places kind of maybe try to offset. Yeah. Uh, kind of problems in the care system or these children that are unwanted in the care system but yet you know they choose to make these girls feel awful when they go in to have abortions and make them feel guilty (laughs) by like showing a photo of like a fetus and you know they read from the bible and they shout at them do you know what i mean like it's i think this thing when you talk to someone that's that i say um some people have a preference one way or another and they'll be kind of in the centre. They're not too bothered. They won't do any protesting either way or march either way, but they'll have a preference whether it should be legal or not. Most people, but they'll be roughly in the centre and they're not too fussed. When you speak to the people that are at the extreme of kind of protesting and advocate, um, doing activist activities to reduce the ability of women to have abortions, um... They're normally quite religious. And I think this is the thing, because I've had discussions with people like this before in, in Edinburgh, where we were, and it's really interesting, because it's quite an easy thing, I think, to argue that abortion is okay, that it's, it should be available as a, as a right. Um, and it always comes down to that. I always find it comes down to the argument, it's like, well, my religion doesn't allow me to support that, or it's against God's will. It's like... As soon as you're at that point, that's not something you should be legislating. Like, you can believe that. if you, Your call, if you want to believe that God says you can't do that, that's your choice. And actually, I would say that's a woman's right as well. Like, if a woman is, you know, going to be put in a great deal of physical harm by having a pregnancy, um, if a woman is completely mentally unstable and unable to look after the child, has no income, but... You know, it's someone that you know, most people would have an abortion in their situation, but she has a religious conviction that she wants to have the child. Like, she has that right. Like, it's not like you force abortion on people. She has the right to follow through It's probably through with not it. the best circumstances, but yeah, she does it's have that choice. right. It's her choice. It's completely her choice. And, and it's you like, would hope that things would work out yeah. somewhat. But, but when it comes down to a religious doesn't sound great. argument, you can't force your religious view on someone else. I think a lot of the kind of anti-abortion is like, well, God says it's murder, or God says it's a sin, and it's like... But they don't know if that's what God said. That's what they're interpreting God yeah, said. Once that's again, what they're saying God said. I mean, even if God actually said... Okay, if God no, actually no, said I know that I'm picking hairs, them, it's not, but... It's, but no, you, you don't legislate on that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, we live in a secular society. You know, lots of people have different views, and, you know, you can't put your religious views on someone else. As I say, for me, this is an interesting one because I'm, I, in my life, I'm kind of quite, personally, I'm not anti-abortion, but I'm kind of more towards, I, I, I like the idea, I say things often, that, you know, life is sacred, it's precious, I grew up in a Catholic household, and I, abortion's not, like, the best thing for me, like, I don't think it's a great idea, but it's like, I'm a man, it's not my body, it's someone else's call. And it's like, yeah, it's it's for other people, it's for every individual to decide. It's not my shout about what happens. It's, yeah, I can have my personal views and I'm kind of maybe a wee bit anti-abortion personally, but it's not, it's got fuck all to do with me. It's someone else's body. I mean, I don't get to say how they use it or not. 
Yeah. Just like a lot of things I do with my body, a lot of people would be quite upset with. <laughs> like your intake of sugar and high cholesterol stuff, yeah. Yeah, and other things. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, got yes, fuck all I... to do with them. <laughs> 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 now, ending that yeah. cheery topic on a very cheery note. <laughs> that was a good laugh. <laughs> that, that was a hilarious laugh. Um... I mean, to end a very serious and somewhat depressing topic, um, all I can say is that I really hope that most of the women or all of the women that really need and want abortions can access them. Yeah. I think it's going to be very difficult for a lot of them. Let's just move to a new state. That's the great thing about the states. You can move to lots of different legal jurisdictions. So just move to California. Get, you know, so everyone just pile into California. Not just California, San Francisco. Who can't afford a house and you know, <laughs> just got a small two three bedroom. There's already so many homeless people in San Fran. Actually, California is a disproportionate amount of people that are homeless as a state. Yeah. Okay. Because it's easier to live outside there in winter. No, but I'm not saying that women that need abortions go there and be homeless. You have digressed. <laughs> you have digressed, sir. Okay. I really hope and pray that women that want and that need abortions can access them somehow. I don't know how this is going to pan out. I don't know whether the Democrats in Congress can do something, whether the Biden administration can do something. I mean, Biden in theory could with a swift tick of his pen. I don't think he could. But he could pass laws. He could pass mm. a federal law on this. He could, in theory. It would need to go through Congress. It would need uh, to go need through to, Congress, uh, yeah. It, wouldn't it probably would flop. I mean, that. it would probably flop. But, like, in theory, he could. To be honest, I think... I don't he could. Th- you know, I'd love to see them try and pull an executive order on that and see the shitstorm that followed. That would be... I think it needs to be done, actually. I would love to see that just, like... That fucking, would be the last thing I would do if I were Look at the legal the machinations that um, Texas has done to make it illegal. Like, before Roe v. Wade was rescinded and, like, making it a civil issue to sue. Like, I'd love if the federal government did something like that in return and, like, just made it, like, just something weird and crazy. Like, it's a right that needs to be there. It probably wasn't the place of the Supreme Court to grant that right, but it should probably be brought in somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, yeah, going through right. an executive order... You're right, it needs to And the federal government shot. is the place to do it. Uh, I think basically... Good luck with that. Everyone needs to help the women that need these, the service. Yeah, right. And, now and they can fill the prisons with everyone. <laughs> that happens, yeah. Backstreet... But it's the women that suffer again, like back to abortions don't have a great... Or getting pills on the internet, because in theory in a state where that's illegal now, or they're going to pass... But once again, it's a resource question, you know, if you can't afford that, it's, you know, it's not much harder to... And then you've got the healthcare problem in America, how you actually (sighs) access it. I still don't know why they can't fix their healthcare. For a rich world country, they have to sort it out. It's not great. I heard um, one, you know, I've heard this said a few times, but a lot of women have said, hey, until women's reproductive rights are treated seriously, all women have to refuse all sex to men. I'm like, God, that would be the fastest way to make this work. But, <laughs> you know, good luck with that. Cause the lawmakers would just be rushing everything yeah. through to suit the women. But, you know, problem is most women are, you know, sluts. Oh, Sorry, God. sluts. Jeez, I don't <laughs> know why I bother having 
serious t- <laughs> topics of conversation with you. Good luck getting women to close their legs. Women love spreading their wings. Alistair! Their wings and flying away. Right. So to end that very serious topic yeah. on that note, yeah. let me just say again that I hope women can get the help that they need. That's true. That is true. Um, I don't really know how this is going to be resolved. Me neither. I, I don't know. I really have not a Scooby. Um, yeah, I, I have no clue. But that's America. That's America. <laughs> <laughs> Land of the free and home of the brave. Oh, yeah. That's a song, isn't it? It's one of their anthems, I think. Because oh, Americans really love America, so... They play that at the Super Bowl or baseball or all the sports? All the major events, I think they play that. that but all game the guys with... particularly get right into it and like, they salute and their... And they salute their, you know, the, the old veterans. Brewers or, no, the Milwaukee like Brewers. How do you know about the Milwaukee Brewers? It's a very specific local team, is it not? There's only a few baseball no. teams. I quite like baseball. Oh, right, it's a baseball team. Yeah. You're not into baseball. I do, yeah, I am. I've got a subscription to the Major League. But thing is, because it's a... Because, like, football, sports franchises will offer their local... Like, the viewing of it costs a lot of money in the country it's from. Mm. But normally they'll offer it very cheap abroad to try and get more fans in, in other countries. So I think it costs, like, 80 pence a month or something to get access to all the audio. So... I'd, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to it in a wee while, but it's kind of been the off-season, and I used to like it, especially when I was doing the night shifts at the hotel, because I could listen to it uh, uh, overnight when the games were being played in America. But <laughs> I do, but I'm just thinking there, it's like... Milwaukee, that's how you know about a very specific baseball team, the Milwaukee Brewers. I uh, was wondering how you knew about that. Well, I know about all the baseball so- teams. It just seems a bit... And you get the guys that, you know, they're in the, the land of the brave place. Yeah, like, it's the veterans. It's not just the veterans. Like, everyone in the in the stadium gets really, like, really patriotic. And then they have that really intense, like, where they, you know, they'll just salute. But they're really just kind of saluting to, you know, <laughs> a sports team. And it's, like, well... some stupid mascot. And it's like, oh, man. I love the patriotism, but maybe a bit, you know. It's that really intense stare they do, right? <laughs> The Baltimore Orioles. <coughs> the Baltimore Orioles. Seriously, are these legit teams? Yeah, so check out the. Oh, is that the, the mascot? Or- he looks like he's stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, and then you just imagine. That's a like, basketball team. No. That's not Baltimore baseball, Orioles. that's basketball. No, the Orioles are baseball. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. I think. Think they're basketball. They're not, so. Well, I'll go online, but the mascot for that team looks like he's stoned. Okay. Like he's like eyes yeah. are glazed over yeah. and he looks bashing. You crazy. just imagine forty thousand people saluting that. It's like, whoa. But that's America. Mental. That's America for you. Okay, we digress. Yeah. We digress. We digress. Back back to the main point. I hope these women can get the help that they need. Yes, me okay. too. Bye from Kat. Bye from Alistair. Bye from Bampot Productions Podcast. Check us out at Bampot Pod on Twitter. At Bampot Pod. At Bampot Pod, that's what I said. I know, I'm just 
checking that I have it right. So did I. No, I'm making sure I have it right. At Bampot Pod. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>